This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. I am Hans. And I am Franz, and we, we just want to pop you off. Welcome to Health and Wellness Wednesdays on Rush to Reason. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I used to grab bear claws as a kid, two at a time, and I'd get them launched right in this region here. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. Let me tell you something you already know. Today, as well, we'll get to Michael here in just one moment. He may know the question of the day. Yesterday, no one got the answer, at least on air correctly, which was, which president was born on Independence Day? The answer is John Calvin Coolidge. Hmm. And he was also a, it says in my notes, he was a conservative's conservative. So there you go. Today's impossible question. Name The four men, Michael may know this one, who are typically counted as founding fathers, but did not sign the Declaration of Independence. The four men. Thoughts? I'm trying to think who wasn't there. Well, I wouldn't have got this, so if you get it, you're better than I. Well, I mean, the one you had a couple days ago, it was the two presidents that died on July 4th. Did you know that one? Oh, yeah. Oh. You stud you. No, no, I just uh, happen to have, you know, when you, uh, when you understand, it's, it's just one of those weird facts that sticks in your head. Okay. I'm, I'm not recalling who the four would be. Okay. <laughs> uh, those of you that know, answer this on the RushToReason.com website. Again, Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. Why is he here on Health and Wellness Wednesday? Well, I try to have Michael here on Wednesdays, number one. It fits. Number two, he's always here right before me from 2.30 to 3, so it just sort of fits because as he's kind of leaving, I just say, all right, hang out for a few minutes and it stay with me. I have me. to drive less, too, so, you know. That works out very well. So, <laughs> and, and it does apply to our health, and, and I say that really in all seriousness because we all know I talk about it here almost weekly, not quite, but pretty much on a, if not weekly, monthly basis. Stress, Michael, is a big deal. It affects people's health, and I know that one of two things happens when you don't have your estate in order. You yourself can get stressed, especially if you get closer to your deathbed and you realize, oh, man, I didn't get all of these things done like I should have. That's one cause of stress. And then if you didn't get it all dialed in before you left, I will tell you this much. I can guarantee you one thing beyond death and taxes. If you have any kind of an estate, which most people do, and if you don't have that dialed in before you leave, you are, in fact, going to foist stress Upon your family, your immediate family, once you're gone. That, I can guarantee you. It doesn't even have to be when you're gone. It can be now-ish. Oh, that's true, too, Michael. I've had, I had two or three people call me this last week 
who have relatives who are in the hospital and they want me to come and try to get everything done Good because point. they didn't do it. And I'm like, you can't. I'm like, I, I just can't. I mean, I, I would love to be able to go see everybody as quickly as I can. But when people say, oh, well, you know, I need you to go to the hospital tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm booked for well, several weeks and out. I got, and I'm not you, but I've got two comments sure. on that. One, plan ahead. Yeah. Two, very few people, myself included, could drop everything they're doing to go do something along those lines last minute because most of us have schedules. These things sure. that we book up you know, months, sure. sometimes in advance. Lastly, Michael, and I want you to talk more about this, is if the person is in the hospital, what are they in there for? And do they really meet all of the quote-unquote cognitive tests to even be able to sign and do the things required legally to even get done what you want done? And that is a very good question. It's one that over my career, I've decided that if I'm going to the hospital, I need a doctor who is there to write me a doctor's note that says this person is capable of making their own decisions because it's, it's not a decision I want to leave up to me. Well, I don't think that you would be a good lawyer if you did. That's true. Let's say it that way. Right. Well, it's just one of those things that... I mean, not only you're protecting yourself and your client, but... You know, again, you're not looking out for the best interest of the client if you're not doing what you just said. Right. Because, you know, I mean, whether you're in the hospital, I mean, if you're in the hospital because you broke your leg, great. If you're in the hospital because you're. Yeah, well, typically, if you're in the hospital because you broke your leg, you don't need your estate done immediately. That's true. <laughs> just saying. That's true. I'm just, there's, there's different reasons to be in the hospital, you know. But you know what I mean. I mean, yes. if you're getting to the point where, hey, we need Michael to be here. Because right. we fear the end is near, then typically there's other things going on that may not even allow that person to sign the documents you would make. It's true. And so it's a whole lot better. And whether that's physical or, I mean, okay, if somebody has mental capacity but they can't sign a document physically, you, know, you can direct somebody else to sign for you. But that's opening the door for challenges and questions and everybody getting upset about it. So. That's when the Much, family members come out of the corners of the you know, wherever, and all of a sudden, they're there. Right. Or the one that I had like that. Even everybody who was in the room and watched it all happen, they decided to Question spin it. things differently because they thought they could get more later on. <laughs> and it's so, why, It's why you're better off to do this prior to that. Much better to plan ahead than to yeah. scramble at the end. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to, to say that. Much better to do it before you have to scramble at the end. And, and it's never fun to have those things done last minute and it's right. sort of like um, you guys all know me i'm a car guy and this time of the year when i was in that business and i had two different repair shops this was one of our busiest weeks of the entire year because fourth of july is next tuesday mm -hmm. most people will make a at least four day weekend if not a five day and take all week off next week because it's a tuesday so sure. that week prior in fact i had blackout dates on my calendar for my employees this was one of those weeks my employees were not allowed, like UPS and FedEx do around Christmas and Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. My employees had blackout dates as well. This was one of those weeks because I needed every hand on deck because every single person that finally realized, oh, 4th of July is Tuesday, it's now Thursday, and i got to get my car, my boat, my camper, my whatever ready to go, and I haven't done that yet. Right. So I understand that end of you you totally know, get the it. urgency thing and so on, and... While I felt very sympathetic for all those individuals and did the very best I could to accommodate them, the reality is, Michael, I couldn't. Right. I just couldn't. 
There's just not simply enough, could not do it. Not enough hours in the day, not enough hands on your body and enough brains to do all of it all at once. And unfortunately, somebody else's procrastination now made it an emergency right. on my behalf. And I learned over the years that I couldn't allow that to become stressful and make it an emergency on my part because right. I didn't have any lack of planning. I had blackout dates even, so I had as many hands on deck as I could. So as a business, I did everything possible to accommodate but yet people still waited until the very last minute mm-hmm. to get some things done. And again, I'm not accusing or being mad or upset at anybody. Right. It's life. I get that. But we're talking about this. A lot of you out there right now are listening to me and Michael talk. You have opportunity now. Get it done is my point. Right. I completely agree. How booked up are you, by the way? My next available appointment is August 14th. Okay. So those of you listening, please. And I mean this. I don't care what age you are. You could be in your 30s. You could be in your 80s. That doesn't matter to me. You could have all sorts of things and be in your 20s and have kids and a family. You even need it at that point, folks. There's Mm -hmm. really not too young and not too old that need this. If you have any kind of assets that will be left behind once you're gone, and for most people, that is most people, by the way, you need to have at least, if nothing else, Michael, a simple document in order. If you've got a very simple estate, a simple document. The more convoluted it is, like me, the more stuff you need. Right. But just because you're simple or complex doesn't mean that you... It's like, okay, well, I'm very simple. You know, All, all I have is a house, and I've got a, an eight-year-old. Well, that's really important. That's What's going to happen to your eight-year-old? Very big. We got. Yeah. We have humans involved now. Yes, I, I always maintain that my children are my most valuable asset. Yes. They're not income-producing. They're yes. quite the opposite, but they're still my most valuable asset. And you need to take care of them. And this is the way to do that. Indeed. So. Michael Bailey, login. He's our mobile estate planner. Again, if you're driving and you need his number, klzradio.com. Drive-radio.com, RushToReason.com. I mean, all these different places. If you find me, you're going to find Michael. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. You can also call him directly, 720-394-6887. And if I, I will not, I, well, no, I'm not going to see you before Independence Day, so. Probably not. Happy Fourth of July. And to you as well. I appreciate you, Michael. All right. Thank very you, much. Sir. Take care. Have a great afternoon. High Five Plumbing is next, folks. Make sure that your plumbing is in order. And I always say, uh, d- this another one, do not procrastinate. Nothing worse than having plumbing problems over a holiday. So get things done now. High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own, so have High Five come out and take a look for you. As a valued K listener, you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and $50 off the repair for a $100 total discount. So call High Five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com slash plumbing to schedule your visit. I clog my toilet Veteran windows and doors, again, whether it's one window, one door, or all, or just a storm door, whatever it happens to be, Dave can help you out. Dave Bancroft, he's the owner of Veteran Windows and Doors, and right now, 40% off. Just give him a call. He'll explain how that works for you and come out and meet, and Dave's a great guy. 303 503-5555. 
529-0720. Veteran Windows and Doors is driven to serve you better than any other window company, ensuring they do what's right for your home and your budget. Owner Dave Bancroft will meet with you to review your window and door ideas while working within your budget. Veteran Windows and Doors wants you to be in the driver's seat from the first meeting to the installation. Veterans website portal is designed for the customer with 24-7 support and scheduling. Their customers tell them how refreshing it is to get responses from Dave, not a service center. Dave creates a detailed job report before his team steps into your home. He plans by taking precise measurements and remains in contact with you throughout the project. He takes before and after pictures to ensure your satisfaction, and these are available to you in the website portal. For unmatched customer service you can afford, go to klzradio.com window and schedule your new windows and doors. klzradio.com window. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, who I also see on Wednesdays because he has his own program from 2 to 2.30. And any questions you have when it comes to your finances, what do you do? What should you invest in? How are you going to get to retirement? Do you have a plan? Is that plan vetted? Al can help you with all of those questions and more. Find him at klzradio.com. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial is the coach you must have to prepare your retirement for any contingency. For more than 30 years, Al has seen retirement plans interrupted by the need for long-term care, sudden unexpected emergencies, divorce, or many other things that can stop you from enjoying your retirement. Al Smith knows that there's a 50% chance that you'll need long-term care at some point during your retirement and a 25% chance that the care will be for longer than a year and a half. These statistics are why Al works so hard to make sure that you're prepared for whatever comes your way. Al also knows that people often don't consider these events until it's too late to overcome them. Be informed and prepared for a successful, enjoyable retirement. Use Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Don't wait any longer. Schedule a short introduction at klzradio.com slash money to strategize your retirement dream. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Listen online, klzradio.com. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And, yeah, just a reminder that, uh, especially this time of the year, and, uh, you know, it's busy, period. Back to what we were talking about with Michael a moment ago. It's very busy. Michael also is a, uh, how should I say it, one-man band, I guess you could say. He's not a huge legal firm. He doesn't have all sorts of folks running around helping him out. When you talk to Michael, he'll be the person dealing with you all the way through from beginning to end. And that's why it's important to make an appointment and get things done on the front side. It's really that simple. And I cannot stress that enough. I have seen with my own two eyes uh, several different situations, uh, folks that I've been close to, to where that wasn't taken care of prior. And then once an event happened, a death, uh, something along those lines, it becomes just a major, major ordeal. And again, you do not want to leave your, you, you don't want to leave your, uh, uh, you don't want to leave your loved ones, I guess I should say, uh, in that manner. All right. We've got, of course, uh, Dr. Julie Gatza should be joining us here at the bottom of the hour. We had a guest. Shanesty was supposed to be joining us. Shanesty has always got a lot on her plate, though, so she may very well have gotten tied up. We were going to talk about some things for the 4th of July or the Independence Day party that a lot of you 
may have. The other thing we're going to talk to Dr. Julie about is just how do you stay safe at that time of the year, or this time of the year, I should say, when there's everything from you know, picnics and parties and so on. And there's lots of things that people can even bring themselves, potlucks, things along those lines. And how do you know that food is safe and so on? We'll talk to Dr. Julie about that here in just a little bit. But when it comes to, again, Independence Day, everybody's got some of their own traditions, how they do things. You know, what do you do? When do you do it? What time of the day do you do it? And all of that. And again, if we get Shanesty on, great. If not, I'll talk about uh, what she was going to chat about maybe a little bit later. In the meantime, I had a couple of things that that uh, I had last week that I just never got a chance to get to. And one of these I thought was an interesting topic. And I, I will be the first to admit, when I was younger, and I don't think it was just a teen thing, my normal body clock, personally, is I can stay up pretty late at night. Now... I've never been one to sleep till noon. Even when I was a teenager, I just didn't do that. I mean, if I did, it may have been a handful of times after maybe like a all-night lock-in teen party, something along those lines. But if I was, you know, even up till midnight or so the night before doing whatever, sometimes I'd be working on my race car or doing whatever, I was typically still up by maybe at the latest on a, you know, on on the next morning. On You know, of course, I always had to work, so I was always up early when I had to work. But, you know, even... Even prior to having a full-time schedule like that, I may have slept till, I don't know, 8, something along those lines, even as a kid. But my normal body clock is I can stay up late. That is not a problem for me. I occasionally will get tired, you know, after the sun goes down, but I'm typically one of those guys where I can pretty much go all night, not a problem. And my body clock would be, if I had the type of life, I could sleep in, you know, till... Later in the day. That's, that's kind of my normal clock. Now, what I will tell you is I had to change that. And I've got an article that talks about the life-changing power of rising early. That's where this is coming from. And I agree with that, by the way. When I first started working and even getting into business in that, I had to make that change and rise early because my lifestyle, I didn't have a choice. Uh, it's just one of those things I ended up having to do. So for those of you listening that are early risers, congratulations. It, it is a life-changing thing. And for a lot of folks, that's hard to do, and I understand why. But in my case, it was something that I learned to do and found many, many benefits from and, frankly, still do today. So it looks like Shanesty's with us now. Shanesty Ireland, welcome back, I should say. How are you, Shanesty? Oh, I'm so busy, John. It is like crazy town just getting ready for the 4th of July. I know everyone can relate to this. Yes. I feel like summer, it's hard to get into a routine. I don't know what time it is. I don't know what day it is. It's just <laughs> chaos. My, it's I, was telling, I was telling, uh, uh, we had guest on Michael Bailey. He's one of my sponsors. He was with me a little bit ago. And I, I, my last Wednesday and even this last week has been very much the same way. And I'm normally... Not an overloaded kind of a person. I've kind of gotten to a point in life where I can pretty well dial things in and set my schedule accordingly and so on. But to your point, with the, with the schedule and what it's going to be next week with 4th of July being on a Tuesday and so on, I will tell you, Shanesty, these last couple of weeks for me, this week in particular, has just been, I don't want to say utter chaos, but there's just a lot of things going and you got to keep the plates spinning. Yeah, but it's a good thing, though, too, right, John? I, I think that it's just a wonderful thing. I said to my husband the other day, I was like, there's so much on our plates. And he was like, but that is such a blessing, right? Yeah, I mean, to agree. have 
so much to do and just be running in a different directions and you know, um, preparing for the 4th of July, hopefully everyone is getting in the mindset. I cannot believe it's already here. I know. Pretty soon it's going to be Christmas, New Year's, you know, until 2024 before we know it. But, um, yeah, it's just really a good time to, to settle down and probably think about if you're going to be hosting or if you're not going to be hosting, perhaps you're going to prepare a side dish or a main dish for a get-together and um, just kind of putting your plans in place for the 4th. No, I, I understand that fully. And, and again, I think I said, was talking about this even prior to you coming on. Everybody's got a little bit of a different tradition. Some people even do their their cookouts. You know, some people do something at their place or they'll go someplace else or they'll do both. Sometimes they'll do something early and then do something a little later before the show, you know, before the Fourth of, before the Fourth of July fireworks show goes on. Everybody does things a little bit differently, which, by the way, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And, if, you know, just whatever your thing is, do it. You probably have some good suggestions, though, on some recipes and things we can actually add to that. I do. Um, I have a couple of suggestions. One of them, I know that you've got the recipe for it. It's a patriotic layered bean dip. But before I get to that, I want to talk about this dessert that I prepared. Um, it's a family recipe. You can find it on my blog, um, She's Becoming Domestic.com. And, Don, when I tell you it is like crack in a, in a, in a, in a pie tin, it really is. It is so delicious it's got like a graham cracker crust it's mm. got um it's got powdered sugar cream cheese it's got a lot of cool whip and then of course on the top of it, you can create kind of the patriotic um flag with blueberries and strawberries it's really nice and delicious sounds great and and that's yeah that's one and then the other one that i want to talk about is a patriotic layered bean dip that we are going to be pairing with um, Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds. I know I've talked to you before about the pork rinds. They're great. But the, the the layered bean dip, I mean, John, it takes like 10 minutes to throw together. It's just refried beans, and then on the top of the refried beans, you have guacamole, and then on top of that, you have a mixture of Greek yogurt, cream cheese, and taco seasoning. You can substitute out. Um, the Greek yogurt for sour cream, but the Greek yogurt is going to be a little bit on the healthier side. Then the next layer is just mozzarella cheese shredded, and then you can create also that patriotic flag with cherry tomatoes and black olives. And you can pair that with pork rinds, and it is so simple and delicious. Something you can prepare the night before or the morning of, or, I mean, 10 minutes before you arrive at someone's house. It's all the same. It's delicious. That, that Again, by the way, both of those sound absolutely delicious and easy. I think that's the other thing when it comes to Independence Day. Nobody wants to be slaving away in the kitchen all day long. It's usually hot outside. You want to go do some things outside, whether that be hanging out at the park or going with your friends or, again, getting ready for the evening of fireworks or whatever the case. Nobody wants to be slaving away in the kitchen. Typically, it's a barbecue cookout, simple things, things that are easy to prepare, which is what you just gave us, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's the number one grilling holiday of the entire year. It's also the number one beer-drinking holiday of the entire year. I did not year, know that. Not. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. I did not know that, though. Even, even before, you know, even over the Super Bowl. But um, it's just a great time to be outside. And like you said, nobody wants to be just, you know, in the kitchen the entire time. So preparing these things now, uh, even over the weekend, it'll stay, it'll stay great for Tuesday. Um, and don't forget to ask people if you are hosting to bring a side dish or if you're going to show up to someone's house, 
bring something. The host will love it. They'll be so thankful that you thought to bring something. You know, thank you for saying that. I think even if it's one of those events where you're not being asked to bring something, but bringing something Mm -hmm. instead, even something simple like you just mentioned, where you know it's going to fit into whatever anybody's serving, because by the way, the two things you mentioned would do exactly that. I I think that's really great because now you're showing some appreciation. That person's going to really enjoy it. And on top of that, so will all of the guests. Absolutely. And because it's going to be, you know, in the middle of the week and people are going to kind of be scrambling a little bit, it's a lot easier when the fourth falls on a Saturday or a Sunday. But right. because it is, you know, folks may have to work the third, they may have to That's work right. the fifth. So helping out um, is really just the best way to go. So don't show up empty handed, even if they say to. That's my best piece of advice. I host yeah. a lot of gatherings. And even though I say, oh, no, you don't have to bring anything, deep down I'm like, I hope you do bring something because that would be helpful. Yeah. You, you know, as somebody that hosts different parties from time to time, the other thing I will say, Shanice, that's always a big help are those people that say, hey, I know things are kind of winding down and people are starting to leave. What can I do to help you get things cleaned up? Because nobody wants to be spending the rest of their day cleaning up either. Oh my gosh, right? That those are my those are the MVPs of the party. The yep. folks that are like, yep. "Can I help with the dishes or can I Cuz there's the no glory in that, by the way. You didn't fix anything, you didn't prepare anything. You know, nobody's giving you glory for how great <laughs> something tasted. They're typically gone by then, but these are the people hanging out helping you. Yeah, helping helping to clean up and you know, just remembering it, it's okay to just be using paper plates or stuff. It's really simple. Right. You know, for your patriotic gathering, it doesn't have to be a spectacular or four course meal. As we talked about, it's the number one grilling holiday and beer people are gonna be grilling and drinking beer, they're not gonna care. They're there to see the fireworks and That's have right. a good time. So um just just enjoying it with your friends and yeah, remembering to help uh, bring something and clean up. I think those are the big tips for the 4th of July. All right. So for those of you listening, uh, Southern Recipe Small Batch, most places around Colorado where you would buy your normal groceries at, you can get them there. I have. I know you can buy them there. They're very delicious. Shanesty, what's the best place for folks to find you? Head over to Instagram at Shanesty Ireland or, of course, on my website, She's becoming Awesome. Shanesty, thank you as always very much, and have a great, great Independence Day. You too. We'll chat again soon. All right. Appreciate it very much. Up next, K&R Home Transitions. And for a lot of you, you may be thinking this time of the year that, hey, I may be ready to do something different with my home. I'm looking at another home, or I'd like to change homes, or maybe there's a family member where, hey, this is the time where we need to start thinking about how do we have an exit strategy with all of this. That is their specialty, by the way. That's why it's K&R Home Transitions. Find them by calling 720-437-8210. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. K&R Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. 
K&R knows your market. They know what sells and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Ten Variety Security, John Canada will give you a free evaluation of your business network and how secure you and your entire team are. Find them at klzradio.com. This may not surprise you, but there are some bad people in this world. Some have devoted their careers to doing nothing but stealing money and information from businesses. And they do it so well. During the COVID lockdowns, they found it was much easier to steal from businesses by targeting employees working from home knowing that most home networks are not secure. Since then, they've doubled their attacks on people working from home, coffee shops, hotels, airports, airplanes, and anywhere else they can find people working from an unprotected network. If your business has remote workers, it's an easy target for hackers. Denver IT Security can stop these bad actors before they destroy your business. As a special offer to KLZ listeners, for a limited time, Denver IT Security is offering a free cybersecurity assessment to qualified businesses. To see if your company qualifies, call 720-593-6688 or visit klzradio.com security. All right, Premier Home Remodels. I'm working on a project with them as we speak, and the thing I enjoy about them is they not only are just you know, cordial and great to work with. And by the way, it's not just because it's me, Wade, and the team. That's just who they are. It's how they operate. The one thing I appreciate about them is the ideas they bring to the table about, hey, what if we did this? Or did you think about this? And I really appreciate that about them. Right now, 10% off a remodel when you call them in the month of June. Find them at klzradio.com or 720-619-8773. Premier Home Remodels can help you turn your current home into your dream home. Premier knows your home is your biggest investment, and they want you to benefit from the equity and smart decision you made when you purchased it. The value of your home will be preserved and can grow if you act now and make the improvements you need before remodeling prices get out of hand. Premier knows that putting off your remodel could leave you in a home that just doesn't work later in life and is not worth what it could be. Whether you want more interior living space, a mother-in-law suite, or beautiful outdoor living area, Premier can create these for you at today's prices before inflation cuts into your budget even further. Take advantage of the growing value of the Colorado housing market by making a smart investment in your home today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you. A working business will be worth much more than the sum of its assets. You may think your equipment is worth some money, but you're probably wrong. Investors don't want to buy used equipment. They want to buy a working business. Selling a business that is operating smoothly will garner a much higher price than trying to auction off assets individually. A successful, profitable business should be able to keep operating long after you retire. John Rush can get you there in two years. He's done it with other clients. Get started now. Email john at rushtoreason.com. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air. 
All right, we are back again. Health and Wellness Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. Dr. Julie Gatza back with us. As I said earlier, she would be. Dr. Julie, welcome back. Happy Independence Day, by the way. Why, thanks, John. Nice to hear your voice. Oh, it's always a joy to have you. I learn so much every single time you're on. This is a topic I think you and I have covered maybe once or so in the past. But, you know, we get folks that, you know, can't listen every single week that may be tuning in even for the very first time, some even traveling through Colorado that might even hear you and I talking, which, by the way, for those of you that may be doing that, you can listen to us all over the country on our app, KLZ Radio. Dot com, But lots of summer cookouts, potlucks, thing like, things like that coming up. Dr. Julie, how do we stay safe, quote unquote, when it comes to all of these things people show up with? Well, you know, if you think about how we sort of changed the ways that we make our food and prepare our food, and, you know, we do a lot of eating out and ordering out and quick things that you can just microwave. So right. Some of the art of preparing food in the kitchen has been lost because we aren't doing it three times a day like our grandparents. Great. Well, sometimes, so, Dr. Julie, not even three times a week. I, I, I mean, I, I see it, and I see it with my patients and, you know, the younger crowd, even, you know, everyone is preparing food less and less than they used to. So when I go over these things, some of the things very just, yeah, of course, this is how it is. But, you know, if you hadn't been taught this and you could be making mistakes that could lead to you know, food poisoning, getting stomach aches, and the different things that come along with that. And so I wanted to cover some of these okay. things just to remind people or teach them. No, no, really quick. Before you do, I want to give people some stats because this number was mind-boggling sure. to me. I'm not shocked at this, but it was still mind-boggling. 48 million people a year get sick from food poisoning or you know, some sort of a foodborne illness, and three die. That's a huge number, Dr. Julie. It's a huge number, and I've got to think the 3,000 were already compromised at some point, but, you know, that's a lot of people suffering, and, you know, the suffering is no fun when you've had nope. food poisoning, and, you know, if you've, ever, if you've ever had it, you don't wish it upon yourself or anyone else. All right. Now, one question I was going to ask you, too, before we get started on how to keep things safe. Are some people more susceptible to this than others, or is it just if the food is bad and you're going to get sick no matter what? I think that it does have to do with people being susceptible as well. Okay. That, you know, when you th- even when you think of, of, like, you can't drink the water in certain parts of Mexico, but those people are immune to it. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. So, that makes yeah. total sense. Because I, I know there's been times where it's like, okay, all of us, you know, maybe there's a group of people, we ate the same thing, but three out of six get sick and two don't. It's like, wait a minute, we all ate the same thing. Are you guys just off your rockers or are these two over here immune from it? Yeah, yeah, and I do think that there is a bit of an immunity. And you know, when people say, you know, I've got a, you know, a, a rotten gut, I could eat anything, and it's like, you know, people truly can, while yeah, others are point. a bit more. Uh, okay, know, good. Okay, good to know. That, that's something I was going to ask you because we've never really talked about that before, and I was just curious about that. All right, so give some tips on how we healthy and don't get sick at some of these events. Because again, we don't always know what's going on behind. That's true. So you know, we've all been, you know. Over and over taught, wash your hands. So we really don't have to cover that that one aspect of it. And, you know, hot, soapy water is way better than just soapy water. Okay. The hots really help cut the grease and, and, you know, wash things the way that they're supposed to. So as hot as your hands can take it is what you should be getting off the surfaces and cutting boards and things like that. Okay. And how often? I yep. mean, in other words, we're, we're preparing things and all of that. Do we... And I know some of these answers, but I'm going to play dumb. Do we clean in between prep? How do we do that? You definitely do if you're handling poultry. Okay. So, you know, if you have a cutting board that's specific for poultry, all right, just use it for that and don't use it for anything else. 
or meats in general. Um, however, that's generally not how people are cooking. And, you know, if you are dealing with poultry, you do have the juices that get different places. And maybe it's leaked through the packaging and, you know, it's on the refrigerator shelf that you're not aware of. And yeah. you're putting, you know, a, right. a, a piece of fruit on that. On that or you know, it got on uh, your hand and now that's on the handle. That's right. So you do want to, you know, keep some soapy water, hot soapy water, and you want to wash your cutting boards, you want to wash your knives, you want to wash your hands, especially with the poultry, and uh, don't cross-contaminate. Don't, you know, cut up the chicken and then decide you want to cut green peppers on the same cutting board without washing it thoroughly. Is there a difference between cutting boards themselves when it comes to plastic versus wood, or is it pretty much all the same? You know, I've heard so many times that it's better to use these plastic ones. But, I mean, people were raised with wood cutting boards their whole lives. I use them a lot. Um, I don't generally cut up my chicken on them, and I generally don't cut up my garlic and onions on them because they do have a tendency to be harder to get the smells right. off and right. to wash. Okay, so but you and I, I are the same. I okay. washing is fine. That makes total sense. Okay, uh, that comes into the cross-contaminant end of things, which I know is really, really big, and it's something that... If, if you don't really pay attention, any of us can be guilty of this, and you really have to watch the cross-contamination, right? That's true, and that's probably the sort of the most ignorant area that people aren't always aware of what's happening with that. Okay, so first of all, explain to folks that may, again, be listening for the first time. I've never—I mean, most know this, but on the same token, Dr. Julie, a lot of folks listening that are of that younger generation may have never been taught some of these things. So in, you know, what is cross-contamination? It's basically when you're, I, I, I make a, I, I use poultry the most because it's the one that still can get people the, the worst sort of symptoms. But, you know, if you're cooking or cutting up your chicken and let's just say you're even making shish kebabs and you're putting skewers together of chickens and then uh, you've got the tomatoes and the onions and the mushrooms and the green peppers and you're then cutting them up on the same um, cutting board and then skewering them, you don't want to necessarily do that. You even want to, you know, I mean, you just want to keep these types of foods separate because that um, bacteria in the chicken can land onto that um, vegetable and maybe that vegetable doesn't get cooked all the way or maybe Mm. it then translates over into the salad Mm. where you're cutting up peppers for the skewers but then you get some in the salads and now you're eating raw chicken juice from the salad and you're sick and everyone's wondering why. The other thing I know, which is a big deal and was taught this years ago, wasn't taught this as a child, believe it or not, but I was taught this years ago by a good friend of mine. When you have any of the raw meat on any pan, a lot of people just keep that pan by the smoker, the cooker, the whatever, the barbecue, and they'll put their finished meat right back in the pan that the raw meat came out of. That's a no-no as well, right? Yeah, that's a a common one. So you have to take the pan back in, wash it, or bring out a different platter so that the cooked chicken does not sit in the raw juices. Otherwise, you're just now taking that fresh-cooked meat and putting the juices of what was raw prior, and in, in the case of a hamburger that maybe had the chicken on that side where the hamburger is now sitting back in where the chicken was, yeah, we don't want to do that. That's right. That's okay. right. Okay. All right. Now, any recommendations when we're cleaning all of these things? You said hot, soapy water. Do we need to dry it? Does there have to be a certain amount of time? What's the rule of thumb there? Just simply hot, soapy water will be fine. If you dry it, it's simply for your own you know, aspect. It's not going to change okay. anything as far as microbes. All right, let's talk about uh, cooking things to the right temperature. And I think this is another area a lot of folks just have never had the proper education in. You know, it's interesting, and I, I don't even know how many people own thermometers. You can go buy a thermometer for less oh, than 10 Oh, they're cheap bucks. now, can, way cheaper they than are. they used to be. 
yep, you can throw it into the, you know, the meat, and you can kind of get an idea for, you know, what is the appropriate temperature for everything. Um, it's 145 for um, beef, pork, veal, lamb, 160 for ground meat, such as beef and pork that are ground, 165 for all poultry. That includes yep. the ground chicken and the turkey. So, you know, if you can just try to keep that in mind, you always want to hit 165 with the poultry, and that's the one that's going to cause you the most problems because people do have a tendency to eat um, beef tartare and they like their beef raw and sure. you know, maybe their fish, you know, rare. So it's not going to be such a problem as far as um, bacteria with, this, with the steaks. Right. And, and to your point, uh, the thermometers have gotten a lot less expensive. And for those of you listening to, again, common sense is no, you don't check the end of the meat where it might be the hottest, you've got to find that thickest where you know it will be the coolest or the least cooked. That's where you're checking temperature, by the way. That's right. That's right. And, you know, as far as fish goes, people do eat sushi, so you don't have to worry so much about fish. And it's True. pretty easy to tell when fish is done. It's just, yeah, I normally just look at it. Across the board, it's right. Yeah. Well, you know, and on the same token with, with chicken, if you don't have a thermometer but you're always concerned, you can always take one piece off, kind of put it to the side, cut right down the middle of the thickest part, and if it doesn't look cooked all the way through, it's not. Throw it back on. That's right. Yeah, it's a, it's a simple thing to do, and, you know, you don't have to do much guessing. You just have to you get a feeling for it after a while. Yeah, and that's where if you the more you, as you know, the more you cook, the more you know, I guess you could say, the more you kind of get used to these things. All right, let's talk about the multiple cooler thing. This is one that I will tell you that I don't see very many people doing this. I don't either. I mean, the fact is, you know, we buy our chicken, or let's say we buy our libations, whatever it may be, we're lining the bottom of the cooler. We're putting ice on top of that, and then anything else goes. So from carrots and celeries and cut-up things and salad stuff and hummus, and then we always add our meat on the top. Well, if you're going to be adding meat on the top, you want to double, triple bag that so that, you know, the mm-hmm. regular grocery bag that usually has a hole in it somewhere does not let the yeah. juice of the yeah. chicken go down over the ice onto the top of the libation. We're using that same ice to fill a drink or we're just drinking that libation with chicken juice on it. Yeah, yeah great point. <laughs> a quick question came in, which I... Should have seen a moment ago. I apologize. I just checked the text messages. Ask Dr. Julie, is vinegar a good disinfectant for the sink after cutting up a whole chicken? It is. Vinegar is great. Okay. So you can use vinegar on everything. And, you know, by the way, that's also, I mean, I'm a big one on this. In fact, we just had a big party this last weekend, and my wife last night, we were cleaning up all of the coolers and getting everything ready to go for the next party because there's nothing worse than having an old nasty cooler that just kind of sits around. And for me, Dr. Julie, that's another one of those things to avoid illness down the road is also get that cooler cleaned out once you've had an activity. That's right. And this wouldn't hurt if you let it open and dry in the sun and just, you know, do its own drying. That way you're getting, getting rid of everything and sun helps. When it comes to, and I'm as guilty of this as anyone, and you mentioned it a moment ago, I love cooler ice. I don't know why. I just, I like the bagged, clear, cooler ice. I have a tendency to just stick, you know, a cup in and grab a a cup of ice and put whatever soft drink or tea or whatever you're going to have right into that. Is that not okay, or is what should we be doing there? I mean, you know, if you're trying to be good about this, then yes, save the ice for a different cooler and, you know, or keep it in the bag. However, unless there's something that's pretty, you know, contaminating going in there, I mean, you're grabbing your pop as it is and you're using your hands and then drinking. So 
I don't think that that's going to cause you such a big problem unless you're just, you know, ultra-sensitive on things. So okay. then, okay, okay, you know, be a bit more mindful. Talk to us again. We One of the things you're, you're uh, you know, well-known for, and we'll talk about nature sources in a moment, but the probiotics and, you know, consuming those fermented vegetables and so on, how does that help you kind of avoid some of what we're talking about? Well, we have so many ethnicities in this country, and um, pretty much every one of them comes with a fermented food that they're well known for. And the reason being is um, those fermented foods will help people digest. They help with um, microbes and, uh, you know, things that shouldn't be in the gut or that are that we should be able to handle naturally. So you've got the Germans with the sauerkraut. You've got Japanese with the ginger. And you've got Korean with the kimchi. And we've got all these different types of fermented food. Us as Americans, we've got pickles and, you know, pickled things and coleslaw. So all these things are very good for our digestive system, and they shouldn't be ignored or, you know, avoided. Um, when you're eating food and you're putting something fermented in with it, you're doing yourself a favor and also aiding in digesting that food. How do we germ-proof the recipes? Uh, you can use a lot of natural um, types of uh, things. There's um, oregano and lemongrass and lemon itself and... Uh, Let's see. Um, ginger is actually really good for this. Um, cabbage. There's so many different foods out there that are mm. great for um, just digestion itself and also helping to get rid of um, of bacteria. You clove and golden seal and echinacea. We all know about echinacea teas. So, you know, parsley on the side of the plate helps you digest. The mint leaves in your tea um, help you digest. So there's these things that you know, don't avoid them. Eat them. They're part of, you know, right. having a balanced diet. Question for you personally. I kind of have a list of my own, but are there particular foods that you, when you go to any one of these types of events, would not eat? I'm always um, leery of potato salad that's um, sitting out in the sun. Me too. Or macaroni salad. Me too. And uh, they always say it's mayonnaise, but I've done a lot of um, reading on this, and I have... Um, found out that the common denominator are the onions. Oh. Yep, I know. And so I thought it was the mayonnaise that was causing it, which, you know, I mean, of course you don't want, you know, warm mayonnaise, but I think that it's onions. Onions are um, very absorbable of toxins. You can actually put an onion by, a half of an onion by your bed when you're sick, and you'll wake up in the morning, and it's usually pretty dark because it helps to absorb toxins. So... That's what onions are doing when they're sitting out there for so long or sitting in any types of foods that when they're not cooked, these raw onions actually can cause you to feel pretty lousy. I did not know that. Thank you for uh, thank you for the education. Okay, let's say that something happens. We don't feel super well after going to an event. We don't feel really great. What do we do now? A couple of things. One, <laughs> brace yourself. <laughs> Two, um, I always have had my patients... Um, Take high-quality digestive enzymes. Okay. Um, I have them do it even when they're feeling good just to get the most sure. nutrition they can from each one of the meals. But sure. when you have um, uh, high-quality digestive enzymes, the one I use is called Absorbate, um, it will help to break down the protein, the carbohydrates, the fat, the bacteria, the viruses, um, and also helps with inflammation. Mm. So you take it in as immediate as you know that you're not feeling great and, you know, take a, a fair amount, you know, three, four of them at a time. Um, if you're continuing to feel poorly, take some more a couple hours later. Before you go to bed, take some more because when you take them on an empty stomach, it helps break down bacteria, viruses, and inflammation. Mm. 
Makes total sense. And I also know just, again, as you say, the whole hydration end of things. And I think that's one of the things a lot of times people are like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't feel that great. You're not going to have me drinking something that's going to make me even feel worse. No, because you'll you'll get dehydrated. You've got to stay hydrated when you don't feel very well. Yeah, even if it's just sipping on something. But, you know, if you've ever had the full-blown, you know, food yep. poisoning, you are miserable at both ends and you feel like you want to die. And, you know, it does pass, but... Um, you know, along with having uh, the Absorbade at your disposal, um, it never hurts to get some activated charcoal. They can come in capsules, and it soaks up toxins as well. Any types of food we should be eating or staying away from after maybe having one of these episodes? I mean, you should treat yourself like a sick person, you know, maybe broth. Keep things really simple. Uh, maybe some yogurt, uh, some easy fruit. Nothing too difficult to break down, okay. you know, soup with just a little bit of something in it, but just so that the body doesn't have to work so hard to digest. It's already irritated and red and mad. Right. right. Okay. How do folks get, I know there's some samples, things they can get at Nature Sources when it comes to the things you just mentioned. What's the best way for them to do that? So they can get onto the website, which is naturesources.com, and they can read about the Absorbate and all the different benefits that it has. Um, they can also get some free samples if they call the 1-800 number and use the code RADIO. So that one hit. 1-800 number is 1-800-827-7656. All right. And for all of you listening, uh, I will have these in my notes. They'll be up in our show notes a little bit later tonight as well. And I use these products. They work extremely well. So I can give everybody a full testimony on that. And again, Dr. Julie, thank you as always. I look forward to every single time I see your, your name come up and, and you know wanting to come on air. It's an easy one for me because it's always a joy to have you. I learn so much. And we all, all of us, my listeners included, have learned so much from you that we are very, very indebted to you. Uh, thanks for the compliment. I appreciate you and like being on your show as well, Bill. We appreciate it very much. Dr. Julie, have a great afternoon and evening. We appreciate it. And again, Dr. Julie Gatz, naturesources.com. Naturesources.com is the place for all of that. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. And as I talked earlier with Michael Bailey, you may need something done to your car. You've got two days basically left to get that done before the holiday week shows up. And I cannot guarantee you how many slots Extreme Auto Repair actually has open. So if you're somebody, by the way, listening to us is traveling through and you have any kind of a breakdown, see what they will do for you as well. Just give them a call, 303-841-1071. Colorado's spring potholes leave drivers like you feeling deflated. Air up with extreme auto repair in Parker. With the excessive rain and late cold and snow we've seen around the metro area, you can bet new potholes are forming every day, making your almost bald tires wear much faster and perform much worse than unworn tires. Often, hitting potholes creates problems in addition to tire damage like bent rims or suspension and alignment issues. And Extreme is always happy to do a preliminary assessment of the damage, free of charge, to make sure you're always safe on the road. Extreme carries high-quality Goodyear and Cooper tires, and they sell at cost, meaning they can meet or beat any offer in the market. They offer financing for most issues and offer a generous military, police, and first responder discount. And Extreme Auto Repair is AAA certified and uses ASC certified master mechanics. So reach out to Extreme Auto Repair today at klzradio.com slash extreme or call 303-841-1071. 
Hey, uh, group insurance analysts coming up next. Before I mention them, though, I was, Charlie reminded me, I buy, by the way, all the products that I get from Dr. Julie and we use around our house. So just a side note, nothing, no freebies there. I believe in the product. I buy it. You guys should as well. Group insurance analysts, another company that I also use and endorse. And no, I don't get free insurance from them. So there's nothing going on there either, which you can imagine there wouldn't be. They'll take care of anything you need, though, when it comes to insurance. I had a great testimonial that got emailed me to emailed to me today from them and David Anderson that's over there, by the way, which you've heard me talk about in the past, e-gia.com. Finding insurance can be confusing and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. They can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They have been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. Save money with an absolute electrical, plumbing, heating, and air quiet, cool system. Find them at klzradio.com. Your air conditioner is costing you a fortune, and Denver is the perfect climate for quiet, cool, attic, and whole house technology, so you can save money and enjoy a cool home. Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air is now your source for quiet, cool technology. With a quiet, cool whole house or attic fan, you can use the cool evenings and mornings to your advantage by pulling the cool air in and pushing the hot air out giving you a lower baseline temperature to start with and ensuring that your expensive air conditioner isn't doing all the work. The U.S. Department of Energy calls quiet cool fans the most cost-efficient way to cool any home. Don't sweat your way through the summer this year or pay a fortune to run your air conditioner. Get a quiet cool attic or whole house fan installed with absolute electrical plumbing, heating, and air today. KLZ listeners can save $300 on a quiet cool installation. Just go to klzradio.com slash absolute and fill out the short form. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, that's it for this hour. If you missed any of it, catch it on our website, RushToReason.com, and we'll have all of that in our show notes a little later, the links and things to Dr. Julie's suggestions, the recipes from Shanesty Ireland. Richard Battle joining us in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Hour 2 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.